Hey there, good morning. It's Precious Pioneer, and it's time to get up. Time to shake and to shimmy, to kick off your week with positive food happenings with your favorite beverage. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Monday Brews with Precious. everybody. Welcome to another episode of Monday Brews with Precious. I hope you are all having a wonderful morning, a perfect time to kick off the new week. Today, I wanted to first off start by talking about Burger King. I personally do not eat a lot of fast food often, but I have to say I've been watching Burger King from afar and they have been incredibly innovative from as long as I could remember, with Cheeto chicken fries, Brussels sprout whoppers, pizza burgers, bacon sundaes. They've always had the weirdest concoctions. And I remember in college, people would just laugh and they would say it's the perfect food when you're drunk or coming home from a night at the bar. And so Burger King kind of always assembled the perfect, weird, dollar store thrown together kind of food, I guess. (laughs) But I have to give them credit where credit is due. I noticed that Burger King has always been the first to offer sustainable products when those become really trendy. Uh, They were the first to offer the impossible products like impossible sausage for their breakfast sandwiches. And Dunkin' kind of jumped on that bandwagon, but they had used Beyond Meat sausages. And then that's when Fast food became a little bit more trendy in the sense of picking up new green initiatives for their food. But something Burger King has done recently kind of blew my mind a little bit. Burger King is really leading in sustainability and is owning up and taking some serious accountability to the amount of burgers that are consumed worldwide and how many just each day in relation to gas emissions and climate change. So recently, according to the Washington Post, an article written by Tim Carmen mentioned that Burger King debuts a patty that's better for the planet, but not made from plants. And so that immediately piqued my interest. I wanted to see what concoction did Burger King kind of make up again, you know? And so it turns out this name really isn't catchy, you know? It's not as interesting as Cheeto chicken fries or anything like that, but it is actually a rollout for their new thing that they have called their cow's menu, where basically it's a Whopper sandwich with reduced methane emissions beef. That is essentially what that sandwich is called. The patty is called that they have recently innovated. Unless you're in this city, I would definitely go check it out. Um, they only issue, they only released it in five restaurants where they replaced the original beef patty that they had at Burger King with this new reduced methane emissions beef. And so the menu, the new menu, the cow's menu is featured in Miami, Austin, Texas, Los Angeles, New York, and Portland, Oregon. So if you are in that city, please, please try this burger and then 
message the show. Let me know how it tasted, what you thought about it. Call in. I'll have you featured on. Let me know what that experience was like. But basically, Burger King developed this new product with the help of two groups of scientists. And methane is a greenhouse gas emitted by ruminant animals, such as cows. And scientists say it warms the planet 86 times more than carbon dioxide over a period of 10 to 20 years. And if you are curious about any of that, if this is like new information to you, our agricultural system when it comes to livestock is incredibly, incredibly bad for the planet. Um, But if you want more information on that, there's some really good Netflix shows and documentaries that cover that. One of them is Cowspiracy, and it kind of goes into basically the diet of the cows and what they eat and how it really, it causes this gas indigestion. So basically cows, you know, when you see a cow on a farm, you think of, you know, they're just Roman eating grass. But grass is very expensive in the sense that many, many cows eat up all of the grass. There's too many of them for it to grow back. And so it actually leads to poor soil and all these different farming related issues. But also right now we're in an agricultural broken system where where larger companies are trying to maximize profits using as little to none resources ethically uh, sustainable as possible, essentially. So they have hundreds and hundreds of cows in this tiny, tiny space, and they just cut costs, and it's not for the benefit of the cows, the planet, or us. And so that's why you, when you're at the grocery store and you see grass-fed beef and all of those new trending words that are coming up in grocery stores, that is why. Because it definitely changes the impact and flavor of what they eat. You can think of it like the flamingo sort of thing, or just think of it, you are what you eat, you know? And so as cows are now eating higher uh, quality ingredients, which would be grass, you know, grass fed, you can tell the difference in the meat. And so this is kind of what Burger King has sort of done. The issue that lies with all of this is what cows are currently being fed and how they're able or not able to digest some of these byproducts. And so they have been feeding cows grains and all kinds of different random things, I suppose, um, that kind of lead to a lot of indigestion for the cows. I mean, if you think about it, cows have four stomachs. Well, technically they have one giant one with four different compartments that food has to go through to break it down to kind of process all the fibers and basically the grass that they were meant to eat. But um, because they were given like cheap food, it produces just a lot of gas buildup and a whole bunch of indigestion. I guess you could compare it to a parallel of eating a whole, like if we were to eat a whole bunch of junk food and how we kind of get gassy or bloated, it's that same sort of situation. They're eating very cheap foods. But anyway, on a technical side, how do cattle produce methane? The gas is a natural byproduct of an enzyme that breaks down food in a cow's digestive system, and it is released primarily through burping, though a small amount is also produced by flatulence. Flatulence. (laughs) According to a report from the Food and Agriculture Organization in the United Nations, livestock as a whole accounts for 14.5% of all human-indiced greenhouse gas emissions while beef and milk production alone represents about 9%, which is kind of astronomical that just livestock alone creates this much amount of gas. If you're interested in some other Netflix documentaries, I forgot. There's this other one. There's this really great show called Explained. I encourage you to watch the entire little series, and they're really short. Each episode is maybe 15, 20 minutes long. There's one called The Global Water Crisis, and it really goes into how much energy it takes to have the hamburger that you eat today, I suppose. And so, 
it's just like this astronomical amount. And so when people talk about these kind of initiatives, this is really what they're referencing. Anyway, Burger King's PR and marketing is insane. Do you guys remember that young little boy, the Walmart yodeler? His name was like Mason Ramsey. And then he had a little country album or whatever. But here, let me see if I can pull a reference. Okay, I'm back. Um, It was from two years ago. But remember this guy? Well, he's back better than ever, and I'm sure that he can explain gas emissions better than I can, but then also he crafted this partnership with Burger King to create this commercial, but I I just have to share it with you guys. I'm sorry, that was probably the cutest little jingle thing that I've ever listened to in a long time. I'll definitely leave that video link in the show notes so you guys can watch it because I think you have to watch the full costume getup and everything that is a part of that whole ensemble. <laughs> but basically, I, um, what they're doing to uh, make the patty methane-free or methane-reduced and more sustainable is that they're changing the diet of the cows. And so they're adding they're adding things like garlic and seaweed and tannins and other su- supplements that basically can help with cow digestion. I mean, it seems to be working a little bit. They seem to have recorded uh, methane reductions of 50% in dairy cows and 20% in beef cattle. And so I think it's just so interesting because they are the first, you know, pioneers to be able to take this massive problem and really face it head on and try to 
flatten that curve and work towards a better planet and I think it's a, such a smart move because we are all heading that way anyway but just to take that first leap as a company um, really speaks miles you know it sets the example and even though I like I said before I don't really eat a lot of fast food things like that encourage me to you know just support them just I don't know just to support the cause I suppose interesting story for today I think but thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Monday Bruges with Precious. I hope that this show made you smile and laugh. If you are in one of those cities where they're sampling out that new uh, burger, please let me know how you like it. Message me on Instagram at Precious the Foodie or at Precious Pioneer and or just leave a review in the comments or something like that. You know, there there are ways to reach me, but I would really just want to know what that's what that whole experience is like. But other than that, I hope you guys all have have a wonderful rest of your week and I'll catch you guys Wednesday. Bye.